If you've been wondering what it means to walk by the Spirit, then welcome to part two of a study I'm doing here on the podcast talking about Galatians 5 and what it means to walk by the Spirit. I'm going to give you some insight in what the lust of the flesh and the works of the flesh look like and why it can be so insidious in our life today here on God's Plan for Living. Welcome to the God's Plan for Living podcast, where I give you a simple roadmap to living your ideal kingdom life. I'm Matt Tommy, your host. Let's get started. So as we continue in Galatians 5, we're now up to verse number 19. I'm actually going to be talking about verses 19 through 21 today and really kind of diving into what Paul talks about as the lusts of the flesh or the works of the flesh. Remember, this is part two of talking about, you know, what walking in the spirit looks like. And Paul has been exhorting us in since verses 13 through 18, saying, hey, you got liberty, you got freedom, but don't be using it just to walk however you want to. The whole purpose of walking in the spirit is to be able to love your neighbor, to be able to show forth the fruit of the spirit and the freedom that that comes in Christ to others, not just to use it for your own good and for your own lustful desires. And so he goes kind of deep into what those desires and those works of the flesh are in Galatians. And so I want to read some of those. Uh, In verse 19, he says, Now the works of the flesh are uh, evident, uh, or are evident, which are, and then he kind of goes into them, adultery, fornication, uh, lewdness, uncleanness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies. I mean, this is a list, right? <laughs> Envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand. This is in the New King James Version, right? Just as I also told you in the past time that those who practice such will not inherit the kingdom of God. In other words, what? You got all the freedom of the world, right? The the New Testament talks about, hey, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. We know this. So we've got freedom in Christ, but we don't want to use that freedom. Uh, We don't want to sin uh, that grace would abound. We want to use the freedom that God's given us in order to use that freedom and demonstrate life in the kingdom, which he's ramping up to here in just a little bit. We're going to go into that in in, uh, in part three of this of this teaching, but he's zeroing in right here on what some of these lusts of the flesh are. Now, why do you think Paul might be doing that? Well, <laughs> I'll guarantee you why he was doing it. He was probably doing it because those are the things that the church was struggling with at that time. And I know you may be thinking, well, gosh, that that's a heck of a list, right? Outbursts of wrath and selfish jealousies and dissensions and heresies. I mean, what kind of church was that? was that? Listen, maybe if we're honest, I think we've all had a little bit of that, uh, that kind of stuff in our life where we began to use the freedom that we had in Christ to really pursue our own agenda as opposed to laying ourselves, our lives down for others. But it's interesting when you look at, you know, this list and I'll just, I'll just read it right here again, adultery and fornication. What was adultery and fornication about? I'm going to choose my own desires and my own timing above the ones that God's given me. Now you think about that. Is is the desire for a sexual relationship and and fulfillment in that area, is that from the Lord? Yep, absolutely. But is adultery and fornication the way to get it? Nope. So what does the enemy do? He tempts us just like he did in the Garden of Eden. He says, hey, come over here and do it this way. You'll get it faster and easier 
and it'll fulfill that desire. And so we think, ah, well, there's grace. I can do it. God will forgive me. And I'll just, I'll just go over here and, and, and get a quicker result. But listen, <laughs> when you fulfill that desire through the lust of the flesh, you're sowing into the lust of the flesh and you're going to reap the benefits, if you will, or the destruction of the flesh in your life. When you sow into the spirit, you receive the benefits and the life of the spirit. And so this is why Paul's drawing this. He's like, listen, there's a natural desire. We all have this natural desire for, you know, fulfillment that, that God's given us in, in a in a sexual way through through marriage. And yet fornication and adultery is not the way to do it. Pornography, not the way to do it. What is it? That's a mirage. That's a promise of getting a result. It's a false promise that says, hey, you can get it if you do it this way. You can get it faster and easier, but that's not the way the kingdom of God works. And so Paul's drawing this this comparison saying, listen, if you want it the right way, you got to learn to walk by the spirit. What about uncleanness and lewdness? When I think about uncleanness and, and lewdness, I just think about just living life with no boundaries. You know, again, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do, talk however I want, all that. Why? Because that's going to fulfill me. That's going to make it happen. No boundaries. I'm just going to go for the freedom. You know, that's not walking by the spirit. That's looking for freedom and life and fulfillment, but it's looking for it in a way that God never designed for you to receive it. That's what lust is all about. What about idolatry, sorcery? Well, that's looking towards something other than God for direction in your life. Can you, you, do we all need direction in our life? Yeah, we all want direction in our life. We all want to know that we're on the right path. But are we designed to, to get that through sorcerers, through astrologers, through, you know, uh, seeking you know, tarot cards and all that kind of stuff? No. Through idolatry? No. Can you set up little idols in your house? Well, I'm a Christian, but, you know, I really like having these idols around. They kind of they kind of really make me, they help me focus. You know, they help me focus. Uh, no, they don't. <laughs> the Bible's clear. You cannot have idols in your house be, be be using idols as a channel to God. That's not how it works. You can't be using sorcery and astrology as a channel to God. That's not how it works. So what's he doing? He's drawing this delineation again. He's saying, hey, if you want leadership by the Holy Spirit, you got to walk by the Spirit. You can't be using these false promises, these false methodologies and strategies to get what you need. What about hatred and contention and jealousy and outbursts of wrath and, and selfish ambitions and, and dissensions. All of those are about what? Relationships. In other words, if you want healthy relationships and you want fulfilling relationships, the enemy will tell you, hey, you, you just you just do it like you want to do it. In other words, you just you just take matters into your own hands. You tell them what to do. You you decide how it's going to be done. You're the boss of this situation. You bring everybody else into line, you know? And you you point out everybody else's weakness so you'll be you'll be made strong. That's how woundedness and fear and lust begin to pervert relationships. And Paul's saying, "Hey, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that if you want to be walking by the spirit." All right? And, and what are the other ones here? Uh, heresies, you know, talking about thing and, and talking about life in the kingdom in ways that don't align with the word of God, envy and murder and drunkenness and revelry, all that kind of stuff. Again, you can't walk in those ways. And in other words, you can't 
try to get spirit-led results with fleshly-inspired strategies. You've got to be walking by the Spirit. And listen, I know that this list seems like, well, gosh, I'm not doing any of that kind of stuff in my life. You know, I'm not nearly that bad. I'm not nearly as bad as the Galatians were. But listen, we all have a struggle in our life to choose. Are we going to try to figure this life out on our own? Are we going to try to take the shortcut? Are we going to try to do what makes sense in our own lives? Are we going to, as Proverbs says, lean unto our own understanding? Or are we going to choose to walk by the Spirit and allow the Spirit of God to produce fruit in our life so that there's lasting impact, there's lasting change. That's how God designed the kingdom to work in and through us. That's what we're going to be talking about next on part three of this series here in Galatians, all about walking in the Spirit. Listen, the enemy will always present a mirage to you, a false promise that says, do it quicker, do it this way, do it that way. You don't have to do it the way God said. But listen, if you do it that way, you'll end up just like Adam and Eve did. You'll end up separated from God under the curse of striving on your own, trying to make everything happen. And my friend, that is not God's best for your life. God's plan for living is that you walk with him in the cool of the day. You know his voice. You follow his lead. You're led by the Spirit. You receive by faith everything that God's given you by grace through the restorative power of Jesus' finished work on the cross. That's God's plan for living. And I know that's your heart and that's mine too. Thank you for being here with me today on God's plan for living. I pray that you'll leave a comment, uh, subscribe, like, do all the stuff so that you can continue connecting with me right here. And I look forward to seeing you next time here on God's plan for living. Hey, my friend, it's Matt. Listen, just wanted to say thanks for being with me on the podcast today. I hope you'll take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss anything here on the podcast, as well as leave us a review and let us know how much this podcast means to you. Until next time, my friend, I love you. And remember, you were created to thrive. Bye.